Hello and welcome to Pocket Therapist. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Moore, licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned over the last 13 years as a therapist to help maximize the value you get out of your relationships. In today's episode, I'm answering a question I received via Instagram from a woman. And the question is this, I have a friend and she's going through a really tough time in her marriage right now. She's really struggling, but most of the time she keeps that struggle to herself. She holds on to her emotions. She tries to be strong. She tries not to complain about her situation. And every once in a while, she'll come out and really say, hey, I'm having a tough time. And she'll open up and share specific information about what's been tough for her and her relationship. The person asking me the question is saying, you know what? When she shares this information with me, it feels bonding. I feel connected to her. I feel like she's a real person. And I feel like she's really opening up those emotions and it feels like it should be helpful for her. But I also feel bad because I don't want to, you know, facilitate her feeling like she's a bad person for sharing private things about her marriage behind her husband's back. So I really don't know how to best help her. What do I do? All right. So in answering this question, I'm going to pretend that you are my therapy client. You're sitting across from me on my gray leather couch and I'm in my high back chair, probably holding a pad of paper with my legs crossed, some kind of therapeutic stance like that. And this is what I would say to you. First of all, I'm gonna tell you congratulations. The fact that you have a friend that trusts you to that degree, that she would come to you and share, you know, those scary, frightening, overwhelming, emotionally distressing parts about her most important relationship with you, That says something about what you've done to create a sense of safety with her that she goes, I can tell you this information and I know it's not going to ruin our friendship and I know it's not going to come back to bite me in some way later. So congratulations to you for being that kind of a friend. That's a big deal. You know, I think Brene Brown said that if we have two or three friends like that in our lives, that we're really, really lucky. And I think that's probably an accurate statement. If you happen to have a ton of friends like that, then I want to be your friend because because you probably really do some incredible things for people in terms of the way that they feel safe, feel connected, feel important to you. I think the next thing that's important to say is that it makes sense to be confused in a situation like this. You know, when we're with friends and especially when they're digging into things like you know, their private life, especially their marriage when there's another person involved, it's natural to feel a little bit hesitant and not want to go too deep in with them on these types of topics because it feels like we're walking on sacred ground. It's kind of like, gosh, I don't want to walk into this space with you where there's a real, you know, potential for some harm there if we don't do things properly, if we're not cautious or careful. And I think it's important to consider the fact that it's one thing when a person is complaining about their marriage, like it's part of the way that they pass the time, like, oh, these are all the annoying things that my husband does and, you know, that kind of thing. It's another thing when the person is really expressing some hurt, some fear, some anxiety, some pain that is meant to be a, an attempt at reaching out and asking for help. I don't know what to do with this. And I trust you enough that I'm going to ask you for help. But then I think what's really interesting is the fact that she's coming back the next day and apologizing for having the conversation. I think there's probably two things going on there. 
first of all, she's not sure how to share those emotions without betraying the trust of her husband. Even though things are really rough in the relationship, she still loves her husband and she doesn't want to betray that trust that they've developed in the relationship and that probably unwritten rule that says something like, we don't share the most private parts of our relationship with other people because it puts the relationship in danger. Which, by the way, is I think a reasonable rule for most couples to have in most situations. There are some situations, for example, in the case of abuse, where I think it's not only appropriate but necessary for a person to reach out to another outside helper or source and say, the my relationship rules state that I'm not supposed to talk about the abuse, but I'm never going to get out of this if I don't talk about it. Even if it's not abuse that she's experiencing right now, even if it's something maybe to a lesser degree but still extremely painful, she's having this experience of being afraid that she's betraying her husband and probably that sort of vulnerability hangover that Brene Brown talks about. That's my second reference to Brene Brown today, so obviously I've got her on my mind here. Um, a lot of times when people who are not used to sharing that level of detail, that level of vulnerability with other people, when they do share, it becomes extremely overwhelming. They feel like they either did something wrong or their body just reacts like it feels heavy and overwhelmed. Like I cannot believe I let all that out and now it's out there and I can't take it back. And I think sometimes people want to take it back. Is there any way I can rewind and not have said all that to you? The fear that people have is that when they share that much uh, in-depth information about their own lives, that somehow it's going to get used against them. So she's probably having those two experiences and panicking that somehow it's going to come back to hurt her either in her relationship or her relationship with you. Of course, the very first thing you want to say is thank you for sharing that with me. That means a lot to me that you would trust me uh, with that kind of information. I want you to know that I would never use this to hurt you in any way. And I hope you understand and know that. That's the first thing you want to say. Then I think it's important to help her identify what might be going on. So you can highlight the two things I just mentioned. You could say, there might be a part of you that feels like you're betraying your husband by sharing this with me. And maybe there's a part of you that feels like, wow, that felt a little bit too vulnerable. I kind of want to suck it back in and go back to before I shared it. If you're right on either or both of those, that's going to actually deepen the connection and bond the friendship that you have. Because what she's going to say internally is, wow, she read my mind. How did she do that? That's absolutely amazing. I have that happen as a therapist all the time. I'll say, you're probably thinking this. And if I'm right, and I do happen to be right fairly often, because that's what I do for a living, people will say, that's incredible. How did you know that? That deepens the trust and it increases your credibility with that person. So they're going to take note of the things that you say in a more serious way than they would another person. Um, because they see you as someone who really gets it. Then I think the next step is to help her understand her own motivation for sharing. So you say, I'm kind of wondering if maybe the reason you shared is because you've gotten to this point where you don't know what else to do in the relationship. Like if you knew what to do, you would have already done it. You would have already solved the problem, but you've gotten to this point in the relationship where you actually have no idea how to proceed and you're looking for external help there's a pretty good chance she'll say, that's exactly right. That's that's exactly what's going on. Again, you're building this safety, trust, and credibility. This is a really important little um, train that we're writing in this conversation. 
Once you've gotten to that point, now that you've got a ton of credibility and a lot of trust built with just a few statements, and that's how powerful this stuff is, then, and, and this is a question that I ask often in therapy, um, you, you can ask something like, do you know what you want to have happen? And I know that seems like uh, a yes-no answer type question, but it, it really doesn't leave room for just a yes or a no. Because if a person says, yes, I do know what I want to have happen, they have to follow it up with, and here's what I want to have happen. And, and so maybe she'll say, well, what I want is for maybe some advice or some recommendations on what to do about this marital situation so I can help us get better and I'm feeling stuck right now. If she says no, I don't know what I want to have happen, then you can say, well, that's probably why you're sharing with me. Since you don't really know what the outcome is that you want, it means you're confused, it means you're stuck, you're sharing with me, so maybe so you're thinking that I can provide some maybe some creativity, some brainstorming with you to figure out what might be the right outcome for the situation. In either case, you're going to arrive at this place where the two of you are now um, collaborating on how can we solve this issue. Now, maybe you don't want to play the role of the therapist, right? Maybe you're going, I think I'm in too deep here. This is, this is beyond what I'm capable of handling. Well, that's fine. Then the easiest thing to say is, you know what? I'm here for you. I will listen to you. I'm not a professional, but I think this is a situation where obviously you need a third party to help you. Maybe it's time to seek counseling. Maybe it's time to seek some professional help. I, I think sometimes getting permission to do that, permission to seek professional help, uh, is, is exactly what people need. I remember being in graduate school to become a therapist, right? So I'm in training to become a therapist. I'm actually seeing clients in the university clinic. So I'm a therapist and I was having my own life struggles, my own relationship struggles. And I had a faculty member that I really trusted at the university who said, have you considered doing some marriage counseling? And it's not that I hadn't considered it. It's just, I think what was going through my head was, well, I can't need therapy because therapists should have everything figured out. And of course, the opposite is true. All good therapists are seeing their own therapists at least sometimes on the back end to be able to work out whatever issues might be getting in the way of their own therapy with their clients. When that professor asked me the question, um, the fact that it was an option that was now floating out there gave me permission to go ahead and move forward with it. And it helped. It made a, it made a big difference in my life. So perhaps the conversation is just about giving her permission to seek outside help. She's already sort of tested the waters with you, and now you're guiding her to a professional who can take it to the next level, and then your job is to stay back and just be that friend who's supportive, listening, understanding, all that good stuff. But maybe she wants more than that. Maybe she really is saying, I trust you enough. You seem to have things figured out. Can I get some advice? Can I ask some questions? Can I ask you what you would do in my situation? You know, if she comes to you and really wants another layer or level of support, then suddenly you've walked into a position that is, I think, rare and beautiful in friendships and in any relationships, and that is that of a confidant, someone who will listen share their advice, their own experience with similar things, um, provide empathy, support, all of that, that puts you in 
an amazingly important and powerful role that I think you can only really get invited into. You can't force your way into a role like that with someone and have it go well. You can't say, look, um, your life is a train wreck. I'm going to walk into it and tell you how to fix it. Nobody accepts things like that. But if a person asks for that and invites you into that role, then you carefully walk into it and you just be appreciative and grateful for such a rare and unique opportunity to sit with a person in their pain and walk with them through a difficult part of their lives until they say, thank you so much, I don't need you in that part of my life anymore, right? So you can be grateful if you get invited into that person's life on that deep of a level. Um, It's an amazing experience. And I think everyone should experience something like that in their lives. And I, I hope everyone gets to because it's what keeps me in the profession that I'm in is, is to be able to be drawn into that depth with human beings. It, it's incredible. So the final thought I have on this, um, because the, one of the questions you have is what's going to be helpful for her? Should I validate her experience and say, you know what, you do have a right to be upset. That doesn't seem reasonable in a marriage. Um, I would be upset if that were happening. I don't know that I could tolerate as well as you're tolerating it. Is that appropriate? I think so. You know, you're not getting in and saying, look, you should divorce this guy or make sure you stay with him. You know, you're not telling her what the outcome should be. You are providing the feedback that she's asking for. You're saying, yes, that does seem out of the ordinary. Yes, that does seem something that you know, isn't reasonable to continue to put up with that seems like beyond a normal marital struggle, which is why she's bringing it to you in the first place. I think she probably wants to say, is this normal or is it, oh, is it right or okay that I'm feeling this upset about it? When she comes back the next day and says, I shouldn't have said that, I'm sorry, again, you can validate that experience of maybe I am betraying Uh, my relationship and maybe I'm sharing too much and maybe that's our, maybe our friendship can't tolerate that. I don't know. And I'm starting to feel bad because I feel like I unloaded on you. If you can just say to her, no, you know what? I'm happy that you shared. It means something to me about our relationship. It means that you trust me and that's a big deal. And I don't want you to stuff your emotions. I can totally understand you wanting to protect your relationship and your husband and I can understand you wanting to share at the same time, if you uh, allow all of that to be acceptable, because it all is acceptable, um, then she can navigate better what she wants to do with that information and not feel ashamed like she did something wrong, which again, at the end of the day, makes you a more credible and trustworthy friend and confidant. Nothing bad can come from that. Only beautiful relationship building is gonna come out of a situation like that. If this kind of content is valuable to you, Will you please do me a huge favor and tell one or two of your closest friends about the podcast, invite them to check it out, invite them to send me some questions, and let's see how many people we can help out. 